This is the Check Your Brain Podcast, and my name is Tony Mazur. Thank you for subscribing if you're listening on Patreon. If you're not, uh, I am on Patreon at patreon.com slash Tony Mazur, T-O-N-Y-M-A-Z-U-R. But if you're listening for free, you can subscribe, and these podcasts come out every Wednesday for free in the middle of the night. And when you wake up in the morning on Wednesday, they're in your podcast queue, wherever you're listening on well, Spotify for now. <laughs> After they hear some of my podcasts, especially this one, yeah, it might not be on Spotify for too much longer. I'm also on Apple Podcasts and iHeartRadio and everything. And then, like I said, Patreon. For $5 a month, you, you can subscribe to my Patreon at patreon.com slash Tony Mazer. The reason I say that this podcast could be flagged by Spotify, we've heard about the Joe Rogan situation and sending out misinformation about COVID-19 and everything. But well, we don't really get into that. We kind of talk about the tyranny and everything that kind of surrounds that. And my guest today is John DeLemme. And John, I'm looking here. I can't even pick out how many books he's actually written. There's a ton of them. They're on Kindle. They're available. Just go to Amazon.com. But if you if want to, but as he says in the podcast, he'll tell you where to go to find his books. He's a speaker. He's an author. He's a strategist when it comes to capitalism. He's a conservative political commentator and founder of the Conservative Business Journal. And we have an I had an opportunity to talk to him about his new book. It's called Making Capitalism Great Again. So we talk a lot about you know anything from the COVID hysteria that's gone on to capitalism versus socialism. That we've heard that oh, true socialism and communism hasn't really been tried, and capitalism has its problems, and he does his best to debunk a lot of that in this podcast. So I hope you enjoy that. Here is my podcast with John DeLemme, and I hope by the time I put this out, I'm going to get a chance to go have dinner with him down in Florida because he's going to be not too far away from where I'm vacationing. But yes, here is my podcast today with John DeLemme. Tony Mazer here with the Check Your Brain podcast and uh, uh, look for, looking forward to talking to my next guest because a lot of things have been really changing. I've talked about this on Patreon, on my Patreon, about how... The messaging with everything coming into 2022 is really changing when it comes to whether it's COVID, whether and you realize it's all political. Everything going on is political. And you're seeing all across the country, all these uh, states are dropping their mask mandates and their restrictions and everything. And is it because the science has changed? No, it's the politics have changed. Politics aren't not looking too good. And we're going to talk a little bit about that, too, with my guest here. Uh, he's also from the Conservative Business Journal, but he has a new book out. It's called Making Capitalism Great Again, How to Maximize America's Booming Economy, Plus the ABCs of, of Socialism versus Capitalism. And that's John DeLemme. And John, good to have you on here. And Let's talk about this, uh, putting together this book. This uh, might, might set the record for the longest book title, I will say, but it's it's all-encompassing. I mean, your your title of your book right there is a book in and of itself, if you ask me. Hey, it's interesting, and, and Tony, I, I appreciate you having me on today. I, I just want to reaffirm, so the title of your podcast is Check Your Brain. Yeah, that's my, yeah I, that's my podcast, and then I have the radio as well. Well, I, I love that because uh, the communists have to check their brain. I mean, there's been no brains at all. If you look at who would have thought just two years ago people walk around outside walking the dogs in fresh air with a diaper on their face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's I mean, it, it's truly amazing because the I really do think the scab has been ripped off and 
Uh, and, and we could talk a little more about that, how you're really sure. seeing that this divide go on. But, yeah, like you said, in the last two years, if you went at this time, and we're recording this in February of 2022, if you told me in February of 2020 that, you know, at that time I'm planning a wedding, everything is going to be so great, uh, it's a nice even number year of 2020, and all of a sudden – by mid-March, the whole world changed, and it's changing for the worse. And you're going to see a lot of people are going to live with this life going forward no matter what. So, And that's why your book kind of really covers not just – and it's really not even just about COVID, but it has a lot to do with it because this isn't just – this wasn't something like, hey, we need to start protecting ourselves because of a virus. It was all about – Okay, how do we sink our claws in here? And that's when you started hearing about the World Economic Forum and Klaus Schwab, George Soros, everything. And you realize, wait a second, this isn't just about protecting people's health here. No, not at all. And that's why, you know, when when God first gave me the vision of the book before COVID, I actually started writing this. I've worked many books. My most recent book is obviously the, the title you read, which, I, as you said, you express it, it is almost the length of some books. But it's interesting because you talk about making capitalism great again. Capitalism is what's driven this country. Obviously, my last name, Delemi. And you guys, people look at me. I'm five foot eight, dark hair, dark eyes, olive skin, full blooded Italian. I'm living in Florida now, but when you hear my accent, I'm from New York, like 90% of Floridians are that wake up and get out of there. And my whole family came from Italy in 1913, Tony. They came, they came from Italy, 1913, legal immigration with literally seventeen dollars in her pocket, focused, two weeks on a boat, and I have all the I have pictures of the boat that came over on, and it was that's what drives me. Two weeks with the land of opportunity. And right now, we're kinda of in that, that scene in the movie Rocky, when Rocky got knocked down to the ring and he said, I ain't going down no more. That's where America's at. We have to realize we have the constitution and we have capitalism values and you talk about how to maximize America's booming economy is America always has a booming economy. You're in a beautiful state of Ohio. I was in Sandusky, Ohio, back in November, and I had an opportunity to speak at the Kalahari Resort. Oh, the, yeah. uh, they got the big water park in there. Well, what's interesting is I've never been there before. It was gorgeous. It was beautiful. When we landed, I'm from Florida. It was the first snow they had. So I landed to an atmosphere where it was snowing, Tony, and the atmosphere predicts precipitation. Well, the atmosphere of America predicts prosperity and the ability for everyone listening to talk about timing of our interview. It's perfect. Who would have thought just a month ago, Tony, I would say that there's a 50-mile-long convoy of truckers in Canada who said enough is enough. Mm -hmm. You see, it all starts when people say to themselves, you know what, enough is enough. And capitalism is the ability for an individual to earn income, work hard, be an example for your family, and provide value to to society, and that's why capitalism, the midterms will be, everything's going to be based around the economy. You see, the radical left really screwed up. They really messed this one up. They pushed it. They pushed it so far that people got so brainwashed that now everything's about the economy. Everything's about persons' of persons ability to earn. So there's, there's no question that the key component here is America is based on capitalism. It's based upon and, and, and as you guys listen to Tony's show, his sponsors, the advertisers, and every show I'm on, Tony, I always tell people, all your listeners, listen differently. Listen to the advertisers going, wait a minute. I'm enjoying the interview with John. Tony brought him on as a guest. I want to listen who's, who's 
who's basically has courage enough to get behind a conservative radio show, a podcast. Like, you know what? Can I use that business? Is any of my family or friends who are patriots, can I use that business? You see, they can't control the freedom of choices we have in America, Tony. That's capitalism, the ability to choose what we do every day. That's the key. And it's funny because we're recording this during the beginning stages of the Winter Olympics, which is just sad. <laughs> I mean, we just had an Olympics right. that was delayed uh, last year, and we saw what, what happened. Now they have the Beijing 2022 Winter Olympics. And it's just, I mean, it is, it, even though it's in China, it looks Soviet bloc style. And the, the what you hear from NBC in these just, well, some countries have boycotted in the West, but... It's a rich culture in China, and and they're doing state propaganda right here. And you say, well, wait a second. I mean, this is just this is isn't this the country that helped release a deadly pandemic the last two years? And here we are. We have to just bow to them with this. I mean, why did we send any of our athletes here? Why is anybody paying attention to the Olympics right now based on what has gone on from this? Yet this is what happens with the communists and the socialists is that. You know, this is this is the model for it. I mean, how many times in the last few years have uh, the, the West and, and a lot of people in America were afraid to criticize China and the treatment of the Uyghurs and Taiwan and uh, even all the way back to the days of free Tibet, that they're just deathly afraid of this, of really pissing off China. And it's it's truly disgusting what I'm seeing. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and if you don't, or your listeners realize this, and as you guys get to know me, I'm very bold and very direct. You don't think this was, this was a total narrative from Beijing, China, from China's communists. They kill and murder people. I mean, guys, wake up. This isn't Democrats. They're communists. I mean, they're out to kill and control. There's no rhyme or reason for the criminals. So isn't it shocking that the Winter Olympics from Beijing, China, and they're laughing to no end, you have people outside skating and excuse, excuse me, inside skating and outside skiing, wearing a mask on top of a ski jump, and they're just sitting there going, <laughs> "We got them, we got them so controlled." They're wearing and because everyone is so afraid. Look, fear is the ultimate weapon they're using. Everyone listening, you make a decision yourself to step out and be different. I mean, and it's interesting too. I just published an article in the Conservative Business Journal. I'll talk about timely. I just pub a, a team just published it February seventh, where the mandatory vaccinations, Tony, they were they were implemented by the U.S. Olympic team that every single athlete had to be vaxxed from the states going there. It's not even from China. That's how crazy the U.S. Olympics have become. It is. It, and this, the article's going viral on on Conservative Business Journal. People couldn't believe it. But, guys, look, you have to realize this is why big problem, big opportunity. You know, there was a big problem for those of you of the Christian faith with, with David and Goliath. That was a big – Goliath was a big problem. But it was a big opportunity for David. And more people talk about David and Goliath. Right now, there's a big problem in America, mm-hmm. which means there's a big opportunity. So and I, I believe innovation – you know, again – well, it was, I was just going to say because uh, what's interesting about that is that we do have the David, David and Goliath problem, and we had the problems in the last couple of years when yeah, – I mean I, I just – I was talking about this on one of my podcasts recently that I remember April of 2020, we had to sit there and wait for guidance for our governors <laughs> to tell us if we can go 
take our dog for a walk today if it's if it's too uh, scary out there for a virus that's going to hang in the air and you have these unelected and uh, unelected bureaucrats and health directors that are telling us what to do and we have to uh, put sand in skate parks because we don't want people congregating and we have to close off playgrounds and put uh, yellow tape around caution tape around these playgrounds this is ridiculous and uh, the one thing in the last couple of years now that we've also seen though and this is one where you do credit you know as much as uh, I, I've been unhappy I was unhappy that Donald Trump kept Fauci in that position there is an opportunity in different states of having federalism and that we do have some states can dictate how things are going and some t states can kind of stick with what the government really wants, the federal government. And that's kind of what has been a real, using the terminology, the red pill, where you see states that are like Florida who says, no, we're not going to have vaccine requirements here. We're not going to have a statewide mask mandate right now. We are, we're Floridians. I'm Ron, Ron DeSantis is the governor and who says that, hey, guys, uh, let's make our own choices. This is what we can do. We can make our own health choices. If you want to wear a mask, go for it. If you want to get a vaccine, go for it. But we're not going to mandate that at our place of employment right now. However, places in Oregon are saying... Yeah, guys, uh, you're probably going to have to wear a mask the rest of your lives right now. So it, as much as I am really upset by how uh, some states and some governors and some uh, politicians have handled things in the last two years, it is a nice thing to see that we do still have a federalist system where certain areas can be a lot better. And, and take a look what's happened. These red states versus blue states, people are leaving the blue states and heading down to Florida where you're at or Texas or some of these other places where they're saying, look, I can't take this anymore. I can't take this uh, this tyranny and this authoritarianism in the north. And absolutely. In Florida, we talk about because obviously I'm very into business and capitalism and and the economy, I mean, the real estate, I mean, houses are last here in a split second, like for the first time ever, where our studio is, where I'm doing a recording now, I do my live shows from my podcast and, and so forth. My wife actually last night came over, I was doing my live show, she came from our house to the studio, there was no parking, because everything is fully either sold or rented first time in history, there's zero occupancy, ever, because people have had enough, in combination of lawlessness, combination of what happens is they the economy got destroyed so so many businesses have not reopened so you have you have suburbs and cities that were doing very well but when you go after the food chain which they did with the restaurants when they shut the restaurant because you know the because the china virus you know it doesn't go into subway inside walmart but it goes into 110,000 mom and pop restaurants around the country for the split second the first conversation i had and this goes back to what you said in 2020 when I, I work out every day. I'm very into fitness and working out. I go to a gym every day. So when also I called my friend that owns a gym and I said, you guys, because was, we heard it was going to happen and we're going to close. And, and I called him and he said, his name is Jason. He goes, John, you're, I said, Jay, what's happening? He goes, the, uh, the gym's closed. I said, what do you mean closed? He says, we got a call from the government that we can't open. They need 15 days to flatten the curve on this pandemic. And I looked at my wife and I said, we're in a war. I literally said from my living room, we're in a war. Communism is now taking over because when the government controls a citizen's decisions, it's communism. Now, obviously, we're in Florida and DeSantis is you know, the number one governor in the country, so he changed everything. But everyone listening, you have to make a decision and ask yourself, how can I take control of my personal future by my daily decisions? And that's what capitalism is about. That's why I talk about maximizing America's booming economy. 
all of you, no matter where you work, no matter what you do, work as hard as you can. And we're in the greatest season for innovation. There's no question. I believe we're going to see some of the greatest products, services, economic businesses. And I believe it's going to be the revival, the revolution of small business. I believe mm-hmm. we're in a, I believe 2022, Tony, it's going to be the 1776 of small business. And I want to reiterate this again. And Tony, tell me to say this, all your listeners, we talked about 30 seconds you know, before you hit record. I mean, literally. So I want to make sure when you do listen to his show, podcast, radio show, I believe you guys are listening to this. Whatever ads, you know, the guys have beginning role, mid role, after role, whatever you see sponsorships or however you listen to this, watching this, ask yourself a question. Can I patronize that company or who do I know would benefit from that product or service? They, see, communists can't shut down capitalism in America when we choose to support small businesses. And small, I have a whole section in my book, the whole last section, 98.4% of America is small business. My entire family came from Italy. There was no jobs. They started businesses. I mean, America was built upon starting businesses that they'd employ people. I mean, that's the real simple domino effect. You have an idea, create a product, can't do it all yourself, hire people, leverage people, pay them. That's business. It doesn't change. It's it's like the alphabet. That's why I break down the ABCs of socialism versus capitalism. That's the language of success. So absolutely, back to you, Tony. So I I, I want to throw a couple of softballs right now because you're going. You hear this. You've probably seen this so many different times. I, I'm I'm sick of seeing this because it's so easy to really dissect. But you wrote a book on this, so I figured I'd throw a couple of softballs at you. How about true socialism has never really been tried? And then also at the same thing, you talk about the evils of capitalism. To talk about those, and I'm sure you've encountered people who've talked about those kind of things about how, oh, well, because whenever you bring up, you bring up uh, Soviet Russia, you bring up China, you bring up Venezuela, you bring up uh, Cuba. They say, oh, no, but that wasn't real true socialism. The real true socialism, as we see, is in in the uh, Scandinavian countries. And you say, "Uh, no, it's actually not. A lot of those are based on a capitalist society. They're just using certain social programs so what do you what do you have to say about true socialism hasn't really been tried that's a great question and, and I, I always and I always ask people when people say well what's socialism I, I always ask them back and I say so what is socialism to you and it usually stuns people because people say well it's really I, I you know government gives us stuff for doing nothing I've, I've had it many times I've had debates with people I say well before I answer the question share with me what socialism is make sure we're on the same page and they say, well, the government gives us stuff. I say, well, eventually the government has to, you know, everything, not, nothing's free. The item, product, resources have to be produced. Even education, the teachers must be paid. Someone's paying something. You got books. I mean, it doesn't come out of midair. I said, so what true socialism is, is just the front for communism because ultimately it shuts everything down and the government controls you and then ultimately determines everything you do in your life. And right now, what we're experiencing in America is th- – the results of socialism is the food prices. Everybody, even people who would just who can't stand what we believe in as conservatives in America, they they are paying an enormous amount of money for food now. So they are now, let's say, eating what they've been discussing is because eventually nothing's free. They can move the minimum wage to fifteen dollars an hour, but when, when it's eighteen to twenty-two dollars an hour to live, that's called inflation to destroy you. Now, capitalism, on the other question you, you threw at me, Tony, was a great question, a softball question. People think capitalism, they think the oligarchs, as they say, the, the billionaires, they think of Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos and Zuckerberg, 
and you know George Soros, but take those guys out of the equation. I mean, all of them began as really entrepreneurs. I mean, Bezos in the beginning of Amazon began with shipping 50 books. He he went to the post office and mailed 50 books his first week. When when Bill Gates was in his garage after he purchased the DOS system for fifty thousand dollars and began to build Windows, he was an entrepreneur that was inspired in America to have a vision. I mean, obviously we can do a whole show on Gates and he's not a scientist, nothing to do with health, it's another whole story. But everyone starts out right with a vision. And you see what happens right now is I believe there's gonna be an evolution of real capitalism, people with the right heart, the right giving heart and the right reason why, the right motive. You know, motivation means reason and purpose for acting. So right now, as we evolve into the greatest growth, like I started my podcast series called, obviously I own and operate Conservative Business Journal. Which, you know, so I started CBJ, Real News Podcast Show. CBJ stands for Conservative Business Journal. Real News, obviously CNN fake news, CBJ real news. Big problem, big opportunity. So if everyone listening, capitalism is the ability to have a vision, have an asset, and we go back to moving to Florida real estate. Capital is an asset. Inside the word capitalism is the word capital. God gives you a vision. God gives you an idea. There are people listening right now who've had an idea for years, but they've never stepped out and started to produce that. And that's why – so capitalism is an idea, and I talk about capitalism being the freedom to produce, the freedom to risk, the freedom to dream. So you have an idea. You plant that seed. Then you start to build it. And everyone listen. remember where you started. I mean, just remember the first day you made a decision to begin. It goes back to the truckers' convoy. One trucker woke up one morning. Let's say we were truckers, Tony, and I call you and say, Tony, you know what? How about you? Aren't you just pissed? Like, aren't you just enough of this crap? I'm done. I believe I can say those, those pissed and crap words in your show. I said, look, I'm done. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? You know what? Let's take our big rigs and let's just – driving to the city and then then tony calls jimmy and jimmy calls stacy stacy calls susan before you know it there's fifty thousand truckers on a 45 mile convoy and the whole world's behind them but it started with a capital idea in someone's mind and they stepped out that's capitalism socialism has never worked because there's no mechanics to it, it it's like it, it's like a masquerade it's a costume it, it's it's it, it's it, it's an illusion you know, when you turn the lights on, uh, you know, every magician knows how the trick works. I mean, that's all it is. I talk about it in my book about it, it, it manipulates your mind. It, it, it's manipulation. I mean, it, it really is total manipulation. So socialism never works, and everyone's paying for it now. I mean, and, 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 I, and I make a joke, too, when I go to my local grocery store here in West Palm. All the people that obviously know what we do, I'm very vocal people. We've had a conservative journal for years. I'm famous when I have my suit on. I have my flag tie. I have it on right now. I have my uniform on. And they know I'm very conservative. And I, so I go to all the checkout kind of, all, all the women who, you know, said Trump is a racist, didn't like his tweets, all that nonsense. And I'm like, oh, how's his tweets now? Huh? I said, my God, look at the price of this. Look at better. I'm paying for one banana. I should pay for five. How's it going now? Huh? How's the minimum wage getting higher? Are you able to pay for the bananas? See, it hits home for people. So it ain't free at all, Tony. It's not free at all. Yeah, I was uh, – last couple of years I've been down to Florida uh, a couple of times, went to uh, – we had our honeymoon in Key West. And Key West a little more, you know, not as it, – it's it's not the Florida that uh, is, is out there more in the mainland, but uh, I still enjoyed it. And then last year we were actually uh, in Lauderdale-by-the-Sea. And – it, it just felt more normal. There were still masks and, uh, and uh, 
Broward County and Monroe County and Dade County. But for the most part, people were like, yeah, no, I'm done with it. I'm really done with the COVID stuff. And we're going back in March, and I'm looking forward to being there where it's truly normal. And we get an opportunity to kind of enjoy life. And I think one of the stumbling blocks now is that I think people have been so conditioned to living this way where they start getting anxiety when when they watch a sporting event or when they watch a concert from like three years ago. They'll see it on YouTube and they go, oh, look, there's 40,000 people. I couldn't even imagine. They start getting, uh, they start hyper, hyperventilating. You still see people wearing masks in their cars right now. And it's it's incredible. But uh, like, is there any hope for some of those people? Because as I open up, you're starting to see the messaging change when it comes to the COVID stuff. And because of that messaging, it's not even just COVID, it's everything else because it's political. So when we've seen in the last couple of years, the cost of goods and services have just skyrocketed. The oil prices are incredible right now. You know, here here in Ohio right now, we're paying three thirty for gas right now. Uh, I, I, you know, it's we've seen I've seen the stickers, the Biden I did that next to your gas pump. Uh, especially when a couple of years ago, it's like, let's see, would I rather have high gas prices, high food prices, high this and that, or would I rather have a couple of just uh, rude and mean tweets? I think I would go with absolutely the latter. Is there any hope for saving some of these people? Like you and I are, are you know, pretty like minded with this. And you're seeing a lot more people kind of cross over, which is why politically it's not looking good for the Democrats going into the 2022 midterms. But what about the other people who used to once live fairly normal lives that they have really just embraced this whole stay home, stay safe, wear six masks, get 12 vaccines in your arm? Uh, like, is there any hope for them? Uh, because it just almost seems like we really are in the, in that period where we're considering that national divorce right now because it's more ideological. I mean, I, I just laughed. You heard me kind of laugh when you were saying that. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's amazing. Double vaxxed up, triple boosted, 15 shots. And it just depends how high their arrogance is. And they still got COVID, by the way. Oh, they get, oh, I mean, I always <laughs> say, and I always say that, that, you know, my wife and I have not changed. You know, I, I've, I've been blessed to speak around the country. I was, as I said, I was in, in Kalahari for a great group called America First Ohio Group, started by Stephen Halley, great patriots. Halley's 73, Steve's 81. They came to one of my events here in Florida and got frustrated and they began a group of 25 people. It's grown to well over 800, excuse me, well over 400 people. And it, it's just a great, it's America. So, you know, I've been around a zillion people and I'm alive and healthy. I mean, it, it's a complete joke, the whole scenario. I mean, we, you know, I'm sure you've had guests about the CDC protocol, Rendisavir and Fauci and events and all that. I'm sure you've had doctors on with all that stuff. So, when we look at this, it just depends when when a person is double mass boosted up and and they're paying an astronomical amount of price for gas and for and for food, will they drop their ego? Because now it's not you know there's no fact of fiction now. It's fact that it's a mess, and they either got to make a decision to drop the ego. Look, I made a mistake, and that's why I tell everybody, you know, share like Tony, all your listeners, share the show. You know, get it out to people, people you love and care about. Say, look. I know we've had our we, we've had our issues over the years. I know you didn't believe a lot of my conservative values, but we're fighting back and forth. But look, look what you just paid for gas. Look what you're paying for rent and real estate. Look what's going on. Look at the there's no new homes because of supply chain. Look, it's taken three weeks to get a plumber to come to your house. I mean, look at the price of used cars. I mean, so obviously there's issues. Just just listen to this, and I believe you can be a great voice to change your perspective. But 
I see a lot of people changing, but you mentioned Broward County. If you do come to Florida, what, what county are you going to, Tony? You, uh, you're coming back in March. Uh, is, Broward is where uh, Pompano is, right? Yeah, Pompano Beach, yeah. Yeah, I'll be around that area. Okay, just because Broward, as you know, was that was a county where they stole the election many years ago. So Broward is the most blue county in the country. So what's interesting is mask wearing. You will see some mask wearing in Broward because it is so blue. But if you go anywhere else, it's 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 so don't be shocked if you see a mask or two. Oh yeah, in Broward. I mean, that's just a Florida statement. I'm up in Palm Beach. Palm Beach and Broward are two of the most blue states because because we live. We're, we're, I'm recording this in my studio. We're within eight miles of Mar a Lago, and it's and and they hate Trump. Mm. They hate. He's surrounded. It's hysterical. <laughs> yeah, you know, but you know, but there's more of us than them. And, I, and you just just go back to your question that. I believe people are waking up. I believe some have realized, you know what? And I'm starting to see it your way. I was wrong. It's just because it's not getting any better. And if you guys vote, well, obviously we have to have a tsunami of people at, at the polls just to make sure that we do have an effective and efficient, legitimate election process. We have to, there's have to be more of us than, than, than them at the polls. And all of you get involved in, in, in your local community, get involved in the school board, the city council, get, get involved in, in watching the polls. Because that's why 2022, the midterms, it's all about the economy. It's all about jobs, freedom, school. It's everything we've, we've been discussing. So it's so important for us to realize, I do believe some people are going to change. I do believe, like, I know everyone moving to Florida for the first time in Florida's history. There's more registered Republicans than Democrats. Why? Because people are fleeing New York City. They're, they're fleeing, the, you know, now Eric Adams, but fleeing de Blasio and crazy Cuomo's, getting a... You know, as I say, get the hell out of New York. They're, they're getting out. So they're actually getting down and going, look, we're not going to vote blue because blue turned deadly. So we're going to vote red so we can have life. I mean, so people are converting. There's no question about it. No I, question about it. I, I, last thing I'll ask you, I'll let you get on with your day, but uh, it's been a great conversation because I, I really appreciate your – optimism right now because you know you talk to a lot of people in 2020 as time was going on then they thought once you got a vaccine that things were going to go back to normal and it never did in 2021 because it became pretty advantageous to get trump out of office by blaming him for covid and that he didn't take masking seriously enough in 2020 but joe biden did and then 2021 what happened uh, the job numbers did not come back the way they wanted to. People still had to wear masks everywhere. School children were masked and everything. And, um, you know, uh, people were getting fired from their jobs, including the healthcare heroes of 2020. If they refused the vaccine, then they became the villains. They became the goats. And it was something that just it was really odd to see. However, we're here in 2022 and you seem very optimistic what's going on. But uh, the one caveat that I'm going to bring up here is that, okay, it's it's come out now that these lockdowns did not really do anything to stave off the spread. However, I have a feeling that because we capitulated as Americans, and as we a lot of us know, that only a third of Americans or 30% of Americans opposed uh, the British rule. I mean, they were all in favor of being ruled by Great Britain in the original colonies. And so it just kind of seems like that capitulation is in our blood here as Americans. Um, so we've already allowed this to happen of having lockdowns. And I have a feeling that the next set of lockdowns could be 
climate change. And because of that, it's not just, hey, you got to stay home and not drive your car, but that's going to affect so many other businesses and all those people that said, okay, our economy is now bouncing back from this COVID stuff. I'm going to start a business again. I'm going to do this. And all that innovation that you were talking about, is there a fear that the the climate change nonsense is going to start popping up and rear its ugly head? Yeah, and, and I, I believe that's why this is one of the coldest winters in the most unique areas in the country, so people can wake up. Florida, I've been here for 21 years of my life from New York. It's the coldest winter I've ever dealt with in Florida. I believe it's God saying, look, the global warming is a joke. So you are correct. They're going to start <laughs> to play their game. But, but you know, but, but it's coming back to get them because I, I've been uh, – I enjoy business. I enjoy marketing. I have a double major in marketing. I had a – opportunity to get my, my MBA, my master's in business administration, but I chose to go, go to work with my family back in New York. So I've been, I just love business and marketing and I come from obviously my background with retail businesses and my time background, just working hard in America. And I've always studied business. That's why conservative business journal kind of reflects Wall Street Journal. I've been reading the Wall Street Journal every day of my life for as long as I can remember. And it's amazing how even that's gone fake 90% of the nonsense they say. But it was interesting. There was an article yesterday in the paper, Tony, about how the electric vehicles, the price is going to go through the roof because of the batteries. They can't get the specific parts and components of the lithium batteries are skyrocketing. So climate change now is going to come back and whip them in the butt because they're all pushing electric vehicles. But now the, the prices are skyrocketing. And, there's, and that's not – if everyone listening – that's not solved instantaneously. It's not like solved in one harvest season. Like, like you could have a, like you could have one season where you might lose one, one harvest a week, and next season it grows back. This doesn't change within a year. They have caused such catastrophic problems with supply chains that all this stuff is going is to come back and, 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 and totally whip them in the back. And climate change, I believe people right now are – Tied to the nonsense, but I do believe there are brainwashed people who just—they just—they just don't care. There's, there's such a deep hatred for conservative values and just just for America that they just, like just, just values in general. Everything. That's right. That's right. I mean, you know, so that's why I am—I'm optimistic with action. I'm optimistic with action. With what action? Like to me, the Freedom Convoy to me shows and you got to ask yourself a question what can you do like i tell people how do you solve a labor shortage i'm kind of infamous for this one of the edge a small business can run look <laughs> i'm looking for i mean excuse me interested in working in a mask-free vaccine-free environment owned by a patriot who loves america and pays very well for hard work and american values inquire now that ad now people go where well, that that would take a lot to run just run the ad just run the ad. You can't get arrested. Just yeah. run the ad. But what happened is we got the Karens. You know, we got 3% of Karens. You know, there's an Italian restaurant down here in Florida. I've spoken here many times at it. It's called Uncle Eddie's. They, they do these events from this Trump's this Tuesday therapy group. It's, it's a great group, and I've been blessed to come out and speak. Well, long story short, then I'll throw it back to you. Uncle Eddie is an Italian guy who owns an Italian restaurant, great food, and a military guy. On September 11th, he put a sign out. After the debacle with losing 13 of our service men and women uh, on a debacle of Afghanistan, if you still support President Biden, do not come in my restaurant. This restaurant's not for you if you support Joe Biden. Now, he put that sign out in Palm Beach County. You know what happened? Mm. The fake news went crazy on him. 
but he's he's been the busiest he's ever been in history. Like he's literally like like he's like, look, I don't want to work seven days. Like his restaurant's been he's booked solid now because of more of us than them. Is he on social media? Nope. He, he cut off, he cut off all the online media crowd because the cameras were going after him. But we patriots, they're coming from miles. You should definitely when you're down here, and we'll connect. You can we'll connect afterwards. You should definitely take the trip from from Pompano up to Uncle Eddie, especially as a radio show host, a podcast host. You would love, and I can connect you with him too up there. You would love to see this restaurant because it proves. I always say, if everyone did what Uncle Eddie has done, we wouldn't have this problem because he said, I'm going with my values, and people responded. The restaurant's packed. <laughs> packed. Oh, it's right near the beach, or it's not too far from the beach. Yeah, that's absolutely. Jupiter, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's probably about a 47 minute ride for you, but I think it's important for everyone. All your listeners realize you can't not do something because you're worried about the Karens, you know, I mean, you have to just speak. That's freedom of choice. That's freedom of assembly. It's the First Amendment. And, and they challenge that. You got the Second Amendment to back that. But seriously, that's the problem that I've seen. Just, just to wrap it up, turn it back to you. Why people are afraid because they're worried about two, three people. Like when people go, John, you know, you get real strong on what you speak. I'm like, don't listen to me then. Like, it's fine. I mean, that's, that's the freedom of choice. I mean, but too many people try to satisfy everybody. And then the, the left, the communists want to manipulate you. Like Joe Biden, I mean, he, the guy's, you know, the guy's demented. He's gone. I mean, there's no, there's no policy to make this country better. He doesn't have any. There's no immigration policy. And I can, we, uh, next time you have me on, I can talk about how all the illegal aliens are destroying. That's the reason why for the labor shortage. And you, and you should report any company locally, any company locally who hires illegal aliens, report them and expose them to your, expose them in your neighborhood because they're destroying the right for America to earn income legally. And I, I get very strong on that from a business perspective. That's another method of the left was all the illegal aliens coming in to take all the jobs from Americans at a much lower per hour rate. And any company that hires them should be exposed. It's something I always share. And I, if I see a company that has illegal aliens, I expose them. I will, put on, I will go on my show and talk about them, do videos about them, and tell them because that's wrong for legal immigrants and Americans who have a right in this country to earn income. Making capitalism great again, how to maximize America's booming economy, plus the ABCs of socialism versus capitalism by John DeLemme. And John, thanks again for coming on. Where can we find the book? You guys can find my book by going to mcgabook.com. That stands for M for making, C for capitalism, great, G for great, A for again, mcga book b-o-o-k.com. And then that will go out to my main website, conservativebusinessjournal.com. And you'll see a store menu. I mean, a store tab on there. And guys, please, when you choose to invest in my book, please purchase it from us, not Amazon, because Amazon pays authors horrible. And we ship everything from, from a local printer. My books are self-published, and I appreciate everything. I appreciate all time. So once again, mcgabook.com. Thank you, Tony.